Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. All right, let's get to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Tom Murphy is standing by, and although Tom gets paid to cover the Razorbacks and I'm sure is watching football practice and what's happening with the baseball team, Tom, I'm sure you have to have an eye on what's happening at the Masters at least this weekend, right? Yeah, I watched a little bit of the replay this morning. Y'all give me so much to chew on when, when you're leading into me because I'm the one who asked J- Jaden Hazelwood that question about, you know, how would you describe your game? And he gave the comp of DeAndre Hopkins, which I thought was cool. But, yeah, but I, mean, I, I had to catch up. Yeah, he's Chris, Chris with his round. But last night, because I was covering football, I had to I had to catch up on Masters. I had to catch up on the Razorback game. And the Braves were down 6-1 to one when I started watching. So, um yeah. Yeah. By the way, the Cubs are uh, currently in first place in the NL Central, <laughs> so I'm going to enjoy it while I can, along with the Cardinals and the Reds, the aforementioned Reds. So, yeah. But you know what? You got to raise the banners yesterday. We were talking to Barrett Salee, another devout Braves fan, yesterday, Tom, and the game was almost secondary yesterday. When you get to raise those banners up, it's uh, it's good stuff. Yeah, I mean, and then they didn't really hit Max Freed very hard, but, boy, you could see he was frustrated when he came out, and then the reliever, McHugh, gave up the three-run homer and kind of toasted the game. But, yeah, we are the defending World Series champions, and that's that's a fun thing. Pigskin, how did the uh, Tigers do yesterday? I don't think they played. I think they played today. Okay. What about Freddie Freeman, Tom? We never got to ask you about that. Are you pro-Freddie leaving or anti, or you like the guy for Oakland or what? (laughs) Well, I do like the guy from Oakland, uh, Olsen. Okay. Uh, I did not want Freddie to leave. I'm on this big Braves thread with a bunch of super diehard Braves guys, and we all were kind of in unison. We didn't want him to leave, but he has. And I think the writing was on the wall. I mean, when you kind of saw that behind-the-scenes deal with Chipper telling him, hey, man, you know, don't don't test him. If you want to stay here, you know, stay here. I don't Mm -hmm. think he he basically wanted to stay. And so – you have to move on, and the thing with Acuna, you know, hey, he he took the high road, and you know, it is what it is. Acuna will be back, and he's going to be a superstar. It already is. Tom, we saw you at practice earlier this week, and the guys are going through their paces. I didn't see it, but apparently, coach was not happy with it. I, I, I tell you, as a player, I would think it would be so hard. I never went through spring practice, but I would think it would be so hard to get motivated to come to spring ball every day. You're obviously trying to establish yourself, but games are so far away, so you're not really preparing for an opponent. Um, has that been pretty pretty typical, or was that out of the ordinary for him to be chewing on the guys the other day? Well, it was a little bit out of the ordinary for the volume. I like to see the amount that he did it. And I think it's – here's the here's the deal. They have established the standard of you come out and you work hard, and, you know, you don't, you don't relax. You don't lose your focus mentally. And – I think it's hard to explain, but I wrote about it today. The defensive front is getting pressure. I mean, they're striking. They're pushing the offensive line back some. The the ways in which they're sending extra people has been a, a little bit confounding. And so quite often, you see KJ and, and Hornsby take the snap, and within about a second and a half or two seconds, they've got pressure coming up on them. And they're having to move around in the pocket. And I wrote about this today. It, it reminded me some of the LSU game. If y'all remember, so often in that game, KJ was facing quick pressure. And then when he tried to try to throw the swing passes and the check down, they had linebackers closing on those plays or safeties so often 
it, it, it got a little frustrating. And, and that was a game where, you know, they had to show some real fortitude, and KJ had to make guys miss on, on the touchdown pass to Dominic Johnson. Otherwise, you know, that was a, a pretty frustrating offensive game. So I, I say all that to say I think it was an accumulation of how much pressure the O-line had been given up and he did not like their execution on that day, and, and he said said as much in post-practice. So uh, I asked Brady Latham about it, and he just he said, you must be watching, and I wasn't sure what he was going to say, some kind of a crack, and he stopped himself and said, no, look, the defense has had a really good spring. And I, and I, think, I think it's a good sign that I'm, I'm not going to say no names, but guys who haven't had flashy statistics so far. You know, Zach Williams, Deshaun Stewart, Eric Gregory, uh, Isaiah Nichols. Torian Carter's having a great spring. And these guys are, are delivering the blows. They, they, are, they are impacting the O-line, and the, the linebackers and DBs they're sending are getting pressure. So I think it's a good sign that, you know, when you get Wagner back to full health, when you get your, your, your front situated, because right now Latham, he moved out the left tackle yesterday, and Luke Jones moved inside. They're trying to experiment around and find their best combos. But once they get it together, once they figure out the stunts and, and, and can protect well, then I think we'll see further growth on the offensive side. So that, that was a long-winded answer to say. Yeah. I think it was an accumulation of the offensive frustration to that point. Good, complete answer. We were um, a little confounded, timing-wise for sure, about the Soli uh, departure this week. Do you know anything on the backstory there? Well, not anything super in-depth other than I, I think that he, he was 13. I mean, it's a guy who started 11 games as a true freshman when he had a broken finger in his hand. Now, he didn't have a super great freshman year, but he was the best they had at the time per Steve Caldwell. So he's still riding 13. He hurt his leg in practice the other day. And you just saw body language from Mateo sitting on the training table and, and some guys would come over and give him encouragement, which, you know, I found, I found nice. But I think probably just where he was on the depth chart, you know, his, his legs hurting him, you know, I think it was a knee. Um, and he just finally determined, I mean, guys like Eric Thomas Jr. were ahead of him. And Sam has praised Eric Thomas. And I think we're going to see improvement from him, um, but they're still seeking D, D linemen, and they haven't disguised that fact that they need more help. And, you know, Landon Jackson isn't playing yet. And so um, Jordan Dominic, the Georgia Tech transfer, is not here yet. And I, I just think those guys might have been ahead of Mateo, and he made the decision for playing time. Tom, we're, we're, when I saw Torian Carter yesterday uh, in the press conference, I, I was amazed. He's he's gotten so he looks like an S, he looks like an Alabama defensive lineman. Were you impressed with his uh, with his stature and the, his body change? Yeah, and we talked to him um, on an occasion last year. I, I do not remember when, but an impressive kid from Texas. The game's important to him, and he and he just like I don't want to say confess, but he just said, "Look, Zeke Adams is here, and he's." Our technique has improved. My hand placement, uh, some of the pass rush moves. He goes, I've been a guy who's just relied on natural talent, and my te- technique is where I've been slacking, but he's pushing us on his technique. So uh, good kids really like talking to Torian, and when you watch him in practice, and recently 
the last two practices, he's been up when they've gone to four-man lines with Isaiah Nichols at tackle. He's get, he's explosive off the ball, and just a couple of plays I watched, he's pushing the guard or whoever whoever's on him, pushing him back, and he's getting quick pressure in um, his playing time. They've got to stay healthy at tackle because they're, they're light on the numbers, but between Nichols, Campbell, and Torian Carter and Marcus Miller, who's been back, they've they looked pretty good, those those first four at tackle. Tom, I want to switch to, to baseball with you uh, real quick. Uh, we were there for the game uh, against UCA. and Have you ever seen what you, we saw uh, on that night with Dylan Leach, the, not only hitting from the cycle but then hitting a home run from the other side of the plate? That, to me, is just one of the best uh, individual feats I've ever witnessed in, in person. Yeah, and, and he was hitting in the 100s or – Maybe lower than that, one one for yeah. twenty two, going into yeah. the game, and for him that he just he just blew up. And no, I haven't seen much like that. Again, I was covering football on Tuesday night, so I didn't see all that live, but just kind of kept track of it. But it's great to know that they can move Michael Turner to first base on occasion or DH him, um, and they've done some of that early in the season. And maybe uh, one game per series or on the midweek game get leaked some more at bats because um he's a kid who he came with a reputation as being able to hit and uh it yeah pretty stunning uh statistic from that game uh i want to talk a little basketball too tom there's been a couple of transfers this week i heard <laughs> <laughs> thank you yeah thank and you, i heard Captain you guys talking about the fr- <laughs> yeah and the depth on the front line is going to be better uh so I think it's going to improve rebounding. I think it's going to improve shot blocking. Um, defensive rebounding will be better uh, and offensive too. So uh, I was not aware of the free throw percentages that you guys pointed out a minute ago. So, yes, an area that they'll need to improve on because if they're in the games late and they have leads, they're going to be getting fouled and put on the line. So um, yeah. I, I don't know. Is it protection against if Jalen Williams does not come back? The guys were talking yesterday like the percentage odds of Williams coming back might be might be lower than what people had hoped. And I just want to see, right. very selfishly, Jalen Williams play another year here. We, we do too, for sure. Uh, so, who, uh, so who's gone? They got, somebody's got to leave. They're one over the limit right now. Who, who would be your – I mean, is it Devo, Kamani, Jalen, Jackson Robinson? You know, I, I, do, I do not know the answer to that. I haven't – gone in depth into it i've been in football and in baseball mode so i don't know uh i don't know where the number would come from or is that including counting Jalen williams off the roster or no on? no that's on the roster with Jalen coming oh. back they're one over okay well what? i mean maybe man? the coaching staff is couching and, okay. and it'll, it'll all work out as it always does uh but um I, I do not know the answer to it. Interesting. All right, uh, Tom, we appreciate the time. We're going to check in on the Masters and get to a couple other things. Yes? How's Bumper Pool doing? Bumper Pool's doing great. They're they're giving him some periods off here and there. He's helping bring Drew Sanders along and Pooh Paul. So he's truly in a mentor-type role with that linebacker group. I think they're going to be good at the position because they love Jordan Crook. The true freshman coming in, and Caden Henley has flashed. He, he was in on a sack yesterday. So you look at their numbers overall between Poole, Sanders, 
uh, Poopal and Crook and, and Henley and others, they've got decent numbers at linebacker. I meant the horse, Bumper Pool, that's running today in the uh, sixth race. Dash's horse. Yes. I was seeing if, you know, if Tom oh. had any insight on if, how his shins are doing. Is he ready to run today? Ten to one odds. It's pretty good. It's really good. And I bet yeah. they yeah, – I don't know if he'll – may go up. May make a couple of tackles. We'll see. Tom, we'll uh, we'll let you run. Appreciate the time. Have a good weekend, my friend. You bet. Sorry I whipped on the horse racing thing. My mind's not in that that's... mode. Y'all have a great week. See All right, Tom. Tom. Yeah, you really threw him a curveball there. That's rude.